Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. If ye then be arisen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lives, lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 18, verses 1 through 20, on page 359. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my stony rock and my defense. My Savior, my God, and my might, in whom I will trust, my buckler, the horn also of my salvation, and my refuge. I will call upon the Lord, which is worthy to be praised. So shall I be safe from mine enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me, and the overflowings of ungodliness made me afraid. The pains of hell came about me, the snares of death overtook me. In my trouble I called upon the Lord, and complained unto my God. So he heard my voice out of his holy temple, and my complaint came before him. It entered even into his ears. The earth trembled and quaked. The very foundations also of the hills shook and were removed, because he was wroth. For went a smoke out in his presence and a consuming fire out of his mouth, so that coals were kindled at it. He bowed the heavens also and came down, and it was dark under his feet. He rode upon the cherubim and did fly. He came flying upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place, his pavilion round about him with dark water, and thick clouds to cover him. At the brightness of his presence his clouds removed, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered out of heaven, and the highest gave his thunder, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them. He cast forth lightnings and destroyed them. 
the springs of water were seen and the foundations of the round world were discovered at thy chiding o lord at the blasting of the breath of thy displeasure he sent down from on high to fetch me and took me out of many waters he delivered me from my strongest enemy and from them which hate me for they were too mighty for me they came upon me in the day of my trouble but the lord was my upholder he brought me forth also into a place of liberty he brought me forth even because he had a favor unto me glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen here begins the tenth verse of the 31st chapter of the book of jeremiah hear the word of the lord o nations and declare it in the isles afar off and say he who scattered israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd does his flock for the Lord has redeemed Jacob, and, and ransomed him from the hand of one stronger than he. Therefore they shall come and sing in the height of Zion, streaming to the goodness of the Lord, for wheat and new wine and oil, for the young of the flock and the herd. Their souls shall be like a well-watered garden, and they shall sorrow no more at all. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old together. For I will turn their mourning to joy, will comfort them, and make them rejoice rather than sorrow. I will satiate the soul of the priests with abundance, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, says the Lord. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 15th verse of the 21st chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. 
But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish." This he spoke, signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, Follow me. Then Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following, who also had leaned on his breast at the supper, and said, Lord, who is the one who betrays you? Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, But Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Then this saying went out among the brethren, that this disciple would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die, but, If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies of these things, and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things that Jesus did, which if they were written one by one, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Amen. This ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us, pr let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy people chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who through thine only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, hast overcome death, and open unto us the gate of everlasting life. We humbly beseech thee that, as by thy special grace preventing us, thou dost put into our minds good desires, so by thy continual help we may bring the same to good effect. Through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, 
we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Good Saturday evening to you. Um, at the end or coming toward the end of our first week of um, after Easter and not quite to the end of the octave. Uh, interesting passages tonight. Jeremiah, we see, um, I think the way to look at a prophecy like this of Jeremiah is kind of has a dual application. It applies to the people of their time because they're coming out of exile and God is bringing them back to the land. But some of the some of the promises as we look back historically, although it was available to them, it didn't really happen because they continued in their um, uh, obstinance and sin and, and turning away from God. So what we see is the prophecy applies to Israel in that moment, but it also applies to us and to the fulfillment of the kingdom, especially when um, we read that their souls shall be like well-watered garden and they shall sorrow no more at all. And that's available to us through the spirit, but these stupid bodies that we have, sometimes it doesn't work that way for us because we don't, we haven't learned totally how to turn and live in the kingdom fully yet. Um, and with these bodies, we may not be intended to do it exactly that way. So this is what we have to learn is, is how do we do that? And I think there's one of the most touching passages in the gospel of St. John tonight uh, with uh, Peter and Jesus having this little encounter, Jesus came and he fed the disciples after his resurrection. And then he and Peter had this little thing between them. This is my uh, therapeutic analysis here. And Peter might have been standing there shuffling his feet, remembering his denials. And of course, the Holy Spirit hasn't come upon him yet. So he might be feeling pretty bad, like, um, you, know, I, you know, I did these bad things after being such a uh, what is it? So vociferous about I will go. I will go with you anywhere. In fact, in John 13, he said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you? Why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for your sake. And Jesus answered him, Will you lay down your life for my sake? Most assuredly, I say to you, the rooster shall not crow till you have denied me three times. And so we have seen this in our Easter narratives. We've read that Peter um, did deny Jesus three times, and then he ran off and was devastated. So I'm thinking that's one of those things that he's kind of carrying with him. And um, so we have an opportunity through confession to lay some of these things out. In this case, Jesus came and addressed it uh, specifically. And it's, it's very touching because he calls him uh, Peter, son of Jonah. Let's see how he exactly said it. He said, Peter, son of Jonah, do you love me? Simon, son of Jonah, excuse me. And, um, and he's did that three times. So each time G Peter said, yeah, I love you. Of course I love you. And finally he says, you know that I love you. And Jesus never really took him apart for you. You failed me. You failed me. You failed me. He just, he just kind of, he touched Peter's heart and let him know that it was, uh, he was still using him, that he was still involved and he was still part of the team. And I think there's a lesson in that for us because there's times when we do things and we're ashamed of ourselves or, you know, we think to ourselves and then we have that little voice in us that tells us, well, that wasn't very smart or that wasn't a good thing to do. Or sometimes it's probably even meaner than that. But the lesson, the lesson is that when we do have those times, we shouldn't be shuffling around and moving away from God. We need to run to him. 
and ask for his forgiveness and refreshment in his grace. And that will help us as we get closer to him. And it helps us live a more victorious life. And it also is a better testimony when, when people see that this is how real people live. When they make a mistake, they run right back to where they, where they uh, belong. And so, again, as it's kind of the close of the book of John, and it's, we've been in it for quite a while here, you know, it seems like because of Easter week, and we've gone through it before, and I'm happy that we're going to do it again. But I just want to remind you that John wrote the book so that we could know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that we could have life in his name. And that's something to remember. And this is one of the ways that we have life is by walking with him, turning to him and relying on him for grace rather than our own effort. Let's continue with the um, prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our private supplications. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, that will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you very much for joining me tonight. Thank you, Robert, for you did a great job. Looking forward to more of that.
Thank you. Thank you. Have a good evening. Have a wonderful evening, everybody. Thank you.